Welcome to the Grow Well Podcast. My name is Dusty Heggie and I want to help you keep your houseplants alive. I can't help but see the incredible parallels between plant growth and human growth and I believe it is by no accident. I know that when we care for God's creation, he will reveal himself to us. And my goal is to help you be able to actually enjoy that precious, often difficult growth process. Each week, I'll bring you actionable houseplant care tips, incredible guests to unpack what it means to grow well, and leave you feeling so encouraged and inspired as you curate your own dreamy houseplant collection. So grab a cup of coffee, snuggle up next to your plants, and let's grow well. Welcome to the Grow Well Podcast. This is episode number 26, and today I am talking about fighting pests 101. So this isn't a pest specific episode but I have six very important steps that are going to be involved in pretty much all houseplant pest war that you do to protect your beloved houseplants. So I'm pretty stoked to be able to dive into this content because if I'm really honest fighting houseplant pests can be just a huge pain in the butt. It takes a lot of determination. It can cost some of your money, some of your time, and just a whole lot of determination to be able to get rid of some houseplant pests. Some are harder to fight than others, but I do think that it's so important that you have the right kind of expectation of how long this process is going to take, that it's going to take some time to get rid of them, and that it's totally okay if you decide, hey, this bite isn't worth it. I'm just going to throw this houseplant away and get a new one. I think that There's no shame in choosing that option, and that's totally okay. That said, I want to be able to equip you to be able to fight houseplant pests and to do it with confidence in knowing that if you stick through these steps and you do your research and you are determined that you can save your beloved houseplant. And actually, today is a little sample, a teeny tiny little taste of the goodness that I have within my newly revamped houseplant course, Get Planty. Get Planty is an online self-paced houseplant course designed to teach you the foundations of houseplant care so you can be more equipped to grow a houseplant collection well. It has several very hands-on specific videos, 100 plus photos, step-by-step instructions, and I'm currently adding some new refined content to make Get Planty as valuable, concise, and as beautiful as possible. And I'm so over the moon excited for the changes that I'm making within this course to really, really, really improve the value and the uh, your ability to be able to put all these steps into immediate action and to just have so much fun because gosh, you deserve a whole lot of fun and I think this houseplant course is going to be incredible. If I'm honest, you could learn just how to keep your houseplants alive through all the free content that I have and I hope you take advantage of my Instagram account, which is just at Dusty Heggy, this podcast and that you're subscribed to my email list and that you're already learning from me. But the course Get Planty Houseplant Foundations is taking it a step deeper. It's helping you to be equipped to bring any new houseplant into your home. I'm going to break down some science behind plants so that we can have a very full understanding of how a plant works and how a plant grows and how you can facilitate that growth and implement these lessons into your life, um, like into your houseplant care routine and then also some like personal growth lessons. How can we apply what we're learning through God's creation, through nature, um, to grow as a human being? So it's a beautiful combination of both and I'm just over the moon excited. If you want to learn more about Get Planty and get on the wait list, because the doors aren't open yet at the time of this recording, but they should be opened for enrollment 
um, around the end of June, so June 2019. If you're listening to this way after this episode comes out, it's still worth looking into because I plan on continually continuing to, gosh, refine this course and improve upon it, and eventually these doors will be open. So if you head to dustyheggy.com slash get-planty, you can join the waitlist, find out more. If doors are open, you can enroll. Um, And I strongly suggest you get on the waitlist because there will be a very limited amount of space to be able to get into the course this time around Um, because I want to be able to provide very one-on-one care and help you guys go through this course and get the most out of it that you can. So that's why I'm capping it at 50 students. And I already have a waitlist of almost over 700 people. So if this is something you're interested in, pretty please make sure you're on that waitlist so you don't miss it. Okay, let's dive back into more good content about fighting houseplant pests, which, can I remind you one more time, is this is a tiny, teeny sample of some of the stuff you're going to get within the Get Planty Houseplant course. Um, So the first thing I think you really need to understand about houseplant pests is that it's just going to happen. Like at some point, your plant will get bugs. And it's just the way of things. And the reason for that is because outdoors, there are a lot of other factors that keep bad pests at bay. Like, for example, predatorial bugs that eat the bugs that we don't want to eat our plants, right? Like bugs are a natural part of nature. They're going to be attracted to the plants within your home. Um, And so as a houseplant collector, we are kind of playing all of the roles to be able to provide good growing conditions for our houseplants. Because like in truth, houseplants aren't truly supposed to live indoors like no plant is supposed to live indoors and so when we do bring something indoors some of that natural cycle gets broken down and we have to fill in that gaps with our care which is why investing in just even if it's just at minimum like a brief understanding of like a vague idea of basic plant growth, growth cycles, what to expect, when a plant looks mature, those types of things, and then how to attack pests that are trying to attack your plant. Like we want it to stay beautiful and lush and we want it to thrive and houseplants just want to eat it. So the very first step is determining if the pest is actually a problem. And the reason for that is because some bugs will harm your plant and some bugs won't. For example, The bugs that you don't need to worry about that might be annoying to you but your plant could care less about are ladybugs, spiders, centipedes, worms, all of these creepy crawlies aren't going to harm your plant at all. And in fact, a lot of them will protect your plant from bad bugs by eating them or warding them off. Um, And that's just a small sample. Those are the ones that are most common within our homes. Um, Spiders, ladybugs, centipedes, worms. All those things, don't worry about it. Like they are totally fine to be in your plant. And truthfully, after they've eaten any pests and bugs within your plant, they're gonna probably just die anyways. So like you don't if you even if you don't love bugs, you don't need to stress it because they're not gonna leave your plant more than likely. Here's a quick list of bugs that you do need to worry about. I'm not going to go into depth about what each one of these looks like. That's another episode for another time. And I do that within my course, Get Planty. Um, But you should worry about spider mites, mealybugs, fungus flies or fungus gnats, scale, thripes, aphids, earwigs, caterpillars, and ants. Those are some of the most common houseplant um, pests that are going to harm your plant. So typically in one way or another, they eat your plant, whether it means like, for example, spider mites, which are teeny tiny microscopic 
bugs. They're like smaller than a period at the end of a sentence. Um, and the way you can tell that spider mites have uh, set in on your plant or setting up camp to try and eat your plant is you can see teeny tiny little webbings in the crooks of the leaves um, and it's way smaller than a spider's web so like spider's webs are very distinguishable it's very easy to tell what a spider's web is when you look at um, a spider mite's web it's much 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 finer and you kind of have to catch it in the right light but as soon as you look closely you'll be able to see it without mistaking it because spider mites are actually arachnids um, like they're classified as arachnids, um, which makes sense why they would be called spider mites. But for whatever reason, when I heard that fact, my mind felt a little bit blown. And maybe you feel like your mind is a little bit blown right now. You're welcome. Anyways, those kinds of bugs are very harmful for your plant. And spider mites, continuing on with this example, suck out the chlorophyll, um, which is an essential element in photosynthesis. And photosynthesis is the process by which our plants create their own food. So our job as houseplant collectors, when we rip them out of their native environments and put them within the confines of our home, is to do our very best to facilitate good growing conditions, which basically just means making it feel the most like their native environment as we possibly can. And so if your plant is getting all of its chlorophyll sucked out of its leaves not going to really feel great as you can imagine um so we want to try and get rid of these pests right so on to step two we've identified if it's a bad bug or a good bug and step two is really simple it's just to thoroughly spray your house plant with a sharp spray of water and this water should be either cool or lukewarm water if it's really hot or really cold it can shock your plant and really harm it for pretty much any houseplant pest you get, this is a very, very, very good place to start. The only pest that I can think of that this might not really have any form of benefit for your plant is a fungus gnat or fungus fly. Both the same thing. Some people say fungus gnats, some fungus flies. And they look like tiny little fruit flies, but instead of eating old dead fruit, they, um, the larvae eat away at the root structure and the base of the plant. So the larvae are primarily the problem for fungus flies um but for those because they're the problem lies within the top portion of the soil and not so much on the leaves or the stems of the plant rinsing it off might not be very helpful nonetheless it's not going to harm your plant and rinsing your plant off with a good sharp spray of water every now and again or at least once a month is something that I would recommend anyways so it is a good place to start just be sure that it is above about 55 degrees outside if you do this process outside I should have said that in advance but if you can't do it in like your kitchen sink with a spray nozzle to spray it down or in your shower it doesn't have like one of the detachable spray nozzles to spray it down you can do this outside and spray your plant down really really well with a sharp spray of water outside with a hose but just make sure it's above 55 degrees Fahrenheit before you do that so that it doesn't shock your plant too much um, and also if it's like bonkers hot if you live somewhere where it gets like I don't know 120 or higher maybe not bring it outside but also if you live somewhere where it gets that hot you've got a lot of other things to reconsider so I'll just leave that with you when you do spray off your house plant I would suggest holding the back of the leaves and sort of supporting it because you should be using a pretty sharp spray of water and you don't want the leaves to get um, ripped or torn it's not going to hurt your plant if it does like it's not doomed to die but we also don't want to rip the like the leaves of our plants right we want it to stay beautiful um 
And so just make sure you're mindful of the way that you're spraying it. The third step is to wipe down every part of your plant, stems, leaves, all of it with a disposable cloth. So I typically suggest using a paper towel. If you wanted to use a non-disposable cloth, you could, but you're gonna need a ton. And the reason for that is because we don't wanna transfer this pest around more of the plant than possible. So if you're fighting something like mealybugs or spider mites that really set up camp within the leaves of the plant, you don't wanna move a big colony of mealybugs from one leaf to the next leaf to the next leaf. You kinda wanna try and keep them as condensed as possible. So a, a sub point to this, I suppose, like a 3B would be to like prune off any heavily infested leaves. Like if you have one leaf that's just overrun with mealybugs and it's insane and you can't really wipe them all off and it's just overwhelming, go ahead and like prune that off and get rid of that growth. Um, if it's already been really, really damaged or is just so overrun with a pest that rinsing it off and wiping it off and like removing as many by hand as possible is just kind of going to be a losing battle. It's okay to just prune off some of those leaves to try and save the remainder of the plant. Um, but the reason I suggest using a paper towel that you can throw away or a napkin or something that you can throw away is because I don't want you to spread this pest accidentally from one thing to the next thing to the next thing. So let's say you use a cloth and you wipe it down and it's got a ton of mealybugs or kind of spider mites or something in it and you don't get it in that washing machine right away or they don't all leave like you say you set it down and then it transfers from another plant and you've just spreading this problem from plant to plant to plant when you're trying so hard to fight it. Like I just want as many things to be on your side as possible and so using something disposable is really genuinely just going to help. Like it's just only going to make it easier on you. I also suggest tearing. So I use like a paper towel and I rip it into like three parts typically. And I use a different one for each leaf when the pest is especially bad. If it's a really mild case and you're not all that worried about it and um, the pest hasn't overrun it to the point where it feels like an impossible task, it's okay to use one on everything. And hopefully that sharp spray of water has already removed a ton of those pests. But I do think it's wise to play it safe in this regard and wipe everything down. Especially pay attention to the crooks and like the underside of the leaves because that is where a lot of pests like to set up camp. All right, so step one, consider is this pest actually a problem? Step two, sharp spray of water. Step three, wipe down every part of the plant. Step four, spray the plant with an insecticide or a neem oil. Um, I dive into the differences between these two a whole lot in my course, Get Planty, and I have linked my favorite in the show notes, and it's a botanically-based insecticidal spray, and I have found it to be so, so, so effective. Plus, it's just like $4 through Amazon, um, and it's a lifesaver. Like, I really, really love it, and it, it fights pretty much all of the pests I think I have listed within this episode, and it's really, really incredible. But so when you, after you've wiped it down and removed as many of the pests as you can by hand, then spray the plant down very, very well. It doesn't need to be dripping with the spray. A light spray is fine, but just making sure you're getting the entirety of the plant. Um, neem oil is a much more natural way to go, and it's actually an oil derived from a neem tree, um, and it is used a whole lot to fight off different bugs, especially within horticulture, and um, it is a really, really good option, and if I'm honest, I don't have a whole lot of experience using it, but I do love the spray that I use right now, um, and I am actually, before the course goes live, 
I have a current problem with spider mites, so I am going to be implementing neem oil on my plants just to be able to practice using the both of them. Um, and I will report back my findings and tell you more about which I like best. So I'm excited to be able to do that little experiment. All right, so after you've sprayed it down, that's kind of the gist of what you would do right then and there. So all of those steps aren't going to do a whole lot for fungus gnats or fungus flies, which is why next episode I am going to dive into a very detailed, like, this is how you get rid of the ever-annoying fungus gnat from your houseplants. So that will be coming out next week. So make sure you're subscribed to Grow Well Podcast so you can get that because I get so many questions about this bug. And if I'm really honest, they're more annoying than anything, but make sure you're subscribed so you can get that because it's good content and it's just something to kind of even if you don't have pests right now good to just know this kind of information so that because eventually like I said earlier you're just gonna get pests it's just kind of the way it goes um so after you've done these four steps keep in mind that you're gonna have to keep repeating these steps and maybe some more depending on the pest for a while like it takes a long time to remove a pest like it's not really a one and done thing so step five is to continue to follow through steps one through four on like a daily to every other day level I don't think you need to like rinse your plant with a sharp spray of water every day if the pest is especially bad like mealybugs tend to take over with you'll like have one plant where like notice huh there's something like cotton and fuzzy fuzzy looking on my plant and then you won't think anything of it and you come back the next day and there's like, huh, there's a lot of little cotton fuzzy things on my plant. And then you come back the next day and like every houseplant within like a 30 block radius is exploding with mealybugs. Mealybugs take over bonkers fast. So for a pest like that, spraying your plants down with a very sharp spray of water and removing as many by hand as frequently as possible truly is going to be like the most effective thing that you can do besides like an insecticidal spray um, to be able to fight them off. Um, so coming back again and again is really, really, really going to improve your chances of being able to like be victorious over this houseplant pest. So a quick recap. Step one, figure out if the pest is a problem. Step two, spray your houseplant with a sharp spray of water. And step three, wipe down the entire plant with a disposable cloth as frequently as possible to remove any uh, bugs. Oh, and step four, how on earth could I miss it? Just keep it away from all of the other houseplants within your home. Like isolate that plant. Um, you would be doing this actually after you remove, after you spray that neem oil. So like you're doing, you're going to wipe down this plant. You're going to spray off the plant, vice versa, get it all prepped and ready. And then don't put it next to your other plants because you don't like other plants that aren't yet infested with this pest because you don't want them to get infested with this pest, right? So I feel like that kind of goes without saying, and I should have said it a little earlier, but don't put a plant that has pests in it next to plants that don't yet have pests in it, right? Like quarantine them away. Um, and then finally, keep up on fighting them like be determined if you've decided you're gonna be victorious over this houseplant pest put your best foot forward have realistic expectations and know that sometimes not always sometimes it takes a lot of effort and intentionality and hard work to get rid of a pest so if it's a plant you love enough to put this much effort into then by all means you got this you can be victorious I have so much faith in your ability to kill that bug well that giant infestation of bugs not just one bug if it's not something you want to like have to put all that effort into and fight, here's your permission to throw that plant away and try again. 
you got this. Just remember, if you opt for that option, make sure that your other plants do not have the pest. Quarantine your plant for a little while so that it doesn't get infested with pests and that you wash thoroughly the pot that your plant was once planted in so that that pest doesn't get transferred accidentally because they really like to hide and wait for the opportune moment to come out of the woodwork which is like spring and summer so right now I currently have all kinds of pests I'm working on fighting mostly spider mates they're sort of the bane of my existence and I'm gonna go crazy but on that lovely exciting note make sure you subscribe to the grow well podcast on your favorite podcast player Next week, I will be coming out with all that good information about fungus gnats. And then lastly, make sure you're following me on Instagram because all this week, I'm going to be sharing more information on fighting pests. I will be answering as many questions I can about houseplant pests, questions about my course, Get Planty. And if you want to get in on the goodness that is coming your way through the Get Planty Houseplant Foundations course, head to dustyheggy.com slash get dash plenty or look in the show notes for a direct link to be able to join the waitlist. You guys, I hope you have an incredible week and that it is as pest free as humanly possible and that if there is pests, oh man, I hope you're victorious. Get that pest fighting armor ready. You got this. Did anybody else realize that I totally messed up those steps? Those numbers were not right at all. I hope you understand nonetheless because I have very limited recording time. And um, I like you. Okay, uh, this is awkward. Bye.